I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. Thank you for joining. Blessings to each and every one of you during this incredibly bizarre time. Can we say that? Um, we, <laughs> oh my gosh, what a weird time. What a weird time. Um, sadly, uh, my family and I, we had to put our dog down of, uh, of last night. Um, I've had the dog for 15, over a little over 15 years. And it was the sweetest dog. And it's been through so much with what my wife and I have gone through and her family. And um, it just had me reflect. I'm like, do, do I do a podcast or not? Um, but I think like I say, this is me sharing my journey with you. And so you don't feel alone in your journey. And what has my journey been lately? My journey has been trusting God. Trusting God. I know some people, especially a lot of people in the community that I'm, uh, certain circles that I'm in, don't like the word God. They like the word universe or spirit. I like the word God and I actually like to reclaim the intention of the word God and take it back in its intended use um, than the religious narrative of church and doctrine. But the most high God is love. And what we're finding and what we're realizing, and I hope everyone's waking up during this great awakening, is that the word love, just like the word God, has become so bastardized that no one likes neither, neither the word God, nor do they like the word love. But it's so important to take the meaning of the words back. Solomon wrote, life and death are in the power of the tongue, and those that love it, meaning the power of the tongue, shall eat the fruit thereof. Meaning what we speak, we create. What we create, we experience. What we experience shapes our worldview about the world around us. So if we speak in victim mode, things happening to us, they did this to me, the world is hard and dark and all these negative words, we speak negativity, we experience negativity, it creates a negative worldview. That's why people that keep regurgitating the fear-based narrative from the propaganda sources of the media machine create an experience of fear, which then they look for the remedy of that fear with the same machine that created the fear in the first place. And it shapes their worldview. So you, we have different worldviews shaping right now, but God means created the origin, the creator, the beginning and the end it's, it's above all before all and after all beneath all of all. That's why it says in Exodus that God is that he is, meaning he's not created. We are what we are, 
And there's some people in, in the community say that I am that I am meaning and sovereignty, certainly, but we aren't the creator of our beingness. We are the creator of our experiences, but we are what we are because we are created this way in the image of God to go out and create experiences to shape our worldview, to stand in love or to stand in fear. So God is that. God is. And because God is, all things are. We get to live in this reality that from God is-ness, all things work in love, meaning love is an unconditional force that just gives us exactly what we choose. It is immediate. It is everlasting. It is unconditional. It is, it is infinite. It is the law of sowing and reaping. It is the karmic law. This is the law of love that what you ask for, you get immediately, immediately. Now, some things happen in our lives that we didn't realize that we asked for. That's why some experiences were from the soul asking level. And some experiences are here in the soul, in the body creating level. For instance, no child has asked to be abused. However, I, like many others, went through horrible abuse. So did I ask for it? (laughs) Not only did I not ask for it, I hid from it. I would go hide in our crawl space. So no one could find me and I would be silent and I would turn the light off. But I do believe that my soul asked for it or acknowledged that it was going to go through that to come through that experience and hold space for other people to go through their experience. And that is the law of love is that love will never cross our will. And that's an important understanding. Love will never cross your will. God will never cross your will. The law of free will supersedes all law. And that's why Satan could lose one third of the angels. That's why there's good angels and and bad angels, although there's one third versus two thirds. So it's a two to one ratio, but that's why things are the way they are. And people say, well, if God is good, why do bad things happen? It's because God allows all things to be experienced, both the pain and the beauty, the tears and the laughter, the good and the bad. So that we can come back and realize that Regardless of the circumstance, the one thing that cannot change, the one thing that cannot be taken from us is our ability to choose what we will put forth into this world. Whether I will put forth goodness and beauty and truth and love and mercy and humility, or I will put forth fear, coercion, submission, all sorts of other narratives. And then we live with those circumstances. We live with the results of that. 
And the lie that we are going into this world of control and dominance and and this um, dystopian world, that, that is a lie. It is not going to happen. They put it out to try to get us to speak it, then create it, then experience it. And that's why media and Hollywood, I mean, think of how many horrible movies are created every single day. I was perusing through Amazon Prime. I, I like to watch movies when I work out. I was like, who makes these movies? Who funded these movies? These movies are terrible. Who watches them? Why? But movies are made constantly. Because they put out, even if it's not seen by the masses, they put the narrative out. It is almost a form of spell casting. It is, quite frankly, a form of spell casting. They put these energetic narratives out and out and out and out and out. They have to constantly pump this out because if they took it away, you know what you and I would experience? If the news went away right now, you know what you and I would experience with our neighbors? We would all start to ask questions, build relationship. We wouldn't be divided on those who have received the pharmaceutical poison, those who have not, those who uh, choose this, those who have not. It's just we would love each other. We truly would. Humans, children have to be taught hate. They have to be taught prejudice. They have to be taught racism. And, and children have to be taught fear. We inherently are born with love goodness, beauty, truth, because we're made in the image of love. Um, that said, we are in this world where the spell casting is pushing very hard to ensnare many in the spells that are keeping humanity trapped in the lies. And you can never outrun, outgive, outperform something that is willing to take everything from you and give you nothing in return. Meaning as an abused kid, I would do everything. I worked so hard to please my abuser. I would do anything and everything just to get the abuser to give me some sort of affirmation, some sort of, because it made me feel safe. And so I understand when people don't feel safe, they'll do anything for that feeling of safety. But that's the sad thing about it, don't you see? Because there's nothing that really you can do for another person if you've given your power of feeling safe away to an, an external force, an external power. And especially the narcissistic world, which puts themselves out as expert on whatever will gladly take everything from you and give you nothing in return, except a momentary sense of feeling safe. But then you wake up tomorrow and there's a new day to perform. Wake up the next day. There's a new day to perform. And so what I think this time is that we are walking through about to enter a new era. And I do believe with every fiber of me, we are about to enter a new era is we are taking our power back. And we are understanding that 
there are there is a god and there are there is a satanic force and there are angelic forces and there is good and evil there is institutions that profess to be good church pharmacy medicine education that profess to be good but take you down the path of evil fear now remember evil is the inversion of live so any institution that takes you down the path of fear takes you down the path of not living and then there's these institutions or i'm sorry there's individuals there's not really institutions these voices crying in the wilderness saying you do the work you prepare you the way of the lord similar to what john the baptist said like you go do the work you find your own safety you are a sovereign being and as sovereign beings, we all find each other and connect with one another and love one another and build community with one another. And I 100% believe with every fiber of my being that in Revelation 1.6, when it says, and he has made us kings and priests unto God, his father, that's in the King James Bible. Every other Bible version says a royal priesthood, but kings and priests, meaning we are the sovereign rulers and manifestors of the goodness of the most high God, wherever we go, the Royal priesthood of the Bible versions say you still serve a pontiff. You still serve a Supreme being, but Kings and priests are the height of that. And that's not a gender thing. It's that every female will be a King. Every female will be a priest, just as every male will be a King and every male will be a priest because we're all image uh, created in the image of God. And I believe that's what's happening. And I don't know what's, you know, I, I watch a lot of, um, I watch a lot of different narratives. I really have been liking Cliff High lately. Um, but he's convinced that one third of the human population will die because of what's happening right now. And then I look at the Bible and the Bible says that an angel of the Lord um, thrust in his sickle, which also what the name Fauci means is sickle thrust in a sickle to harvest one third of mankind. It's like, geez, coincidence. Maybe it's interesting that Jesus said the gates of hell shall not prevail against thee. He didn't say the kingdom of hell, the king of hell, uh, the power of hell, the armies of hell. He said the gates of hell. And there's only one family on this planet with that name. And there's only one man who's given a Ted talk said, if they do a good job, they could reduce the population by 15% with pharmaceutical world. That's a Ted talk. So you have to think, what is the gates of hell? Who are the gates of hell? And then why won't it prevail against thee? Upon Jesus says, thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I shall build my house. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against thee. Well, it goes back to Proverbs chapter three, verse 33. It says, the curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blesseth the habitation of the just. Meaning you and I can choose. If we choose to walk in fear, there's already a curse on that. What is a curse? A curse is that it does not flourish and grow, that it dies and withers, withers and dies. The blessing is that it grows and flourishes. So the curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blesseth continually, every single moment, every single day, forever, he blesses the habitation of the just. So when Jesus says to Peter, thou art Peter, and upon this rock, I shall build my house. That house is the blessing of the habitation of the just. 
and the gates of hell shall not prevail against thee. But if you're in the curse, if you're in the uh, the curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked. If you're in the wicked house, and this isn't about religion, it's not about sinning, this is not about belief structure. This is simply about are you walking in fear, listening to the institutions that profess to be good, but take you down the evil path, or are you a sovereign being standing in love in the love of God, the beauty and majesty of God, knowing the fullness of your power and authority in humility and preference and love for one another. And love for one another does not mean I kill myself so that you can live. Love for one another means I make myself stronger so I can teach you to be stronger. I make myself wiser so I can teach you to be wiser. I make myself healthier to make you healthier. And that's what we're going through right now. And that's what we're experiencing. And it is an incredible time, brothers and sisters, truly an incredible time. And just right now, like just thinking about how my dog, I just love that dog, a perfect example of the unconditional love of God. Always there, never holding a grudge, never, oh, why didn't you talk to me today? Just the beautiful model of love present ever present so as we go through this time it's a time like no other and how cool is it that we were counted worthy to be here now for it not protecting family structures and names and who all that stuff's fading away faster than ash in the wind but we are standing now knowing who we are, whose we are, whom we are, all that we are, standing and looking others in the eye, knowing full well that from the fire I rise. Says the fire that saith not, it is enough. It's never enough. The fire will consume everything that you're willing to give it. And this old preacher who I love all his books, Leonard Ravenhill said, the altar that receives no sacrifice receives no fire. Meaning if you want fire, if you want the fire of life in the, the ish, as they say in Hebrew, the Hebrew word, the ish, if you want that fire, if you want the cultivation, if you want the sovereignty, if you want the courage, if you want to stand in your own power, you got to sacrifice everything. What is everything? Your fear. You have to sacrifice your fear. You have to sacrifice your fear of death so that you can finally experience the love of life. It's as simple as that. And we're all being called to this right now, whether you live a day more, a year longer, or decades more, we're all being called to this. And so I share this episode with you to be a blessing, to encourage, and to love you all, regardless of where you are in the standard or, or spectrum right now, beliefs. You don't have to agree with me and fine. It's okay. I'm not trying to convince anyone or change anyone. What I am here to do is speak my journey and speak my truth for you to feel affirmed for those that are going to step out and to break family ties and to break generational curses and to break the the abuse cycles and to break anything and everything that has been passed on to you for you to stand and say, not one thing is going to pass 
through me to anyone else any longer. It ends with me. And that is an internal game to do. That is an internal reflection that must be had to experience the outward correction that, that is so desired. After my suicide attempt at the age of 20, I wrote down internal reflection leads to outward correction. The words resonated in my ears and my mind and my heart. And so many are looking for external correction, external reflection, external reflection for external correction, but it's an inside job. And so dear brothers and sisters, as I close this episode, I just want from the deepest part of me to say, keep going. Don't quit. You might feel alone and congratulations for now you are about to experience the fullness of your sovereignty, your courage, and your power. This is very important. Very important. There's a parable in the Bible. Jesus says, in that day, um, they shall hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. What do you think that means? It means you've done everything you possibly could do in the fullness and expression of your soul and your body to be the light of the world, to be the love and example for yourself and others. And this is the beauty and goodness that we are entering. So I bless you all. Keep going. Thank you for continuing to support this podcast. If you're listening on whatever platform, please write a a review. It helps the, the numbers have gone up. Thankfully, thank you guys for subscribing and liking. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, and subscribe. And I bless you all. You're not alone. And that's why I share this with you. I am Lucas Mack. This is the golden rule revolution. I bless you all. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you brothers and sisters for listening for support in your journey. Go to my website, lucasmack.com. <music>